This week we continue speaking with Stacy Shepard. In today's conclusion, we discuss more of Stacy's experience using herbs and Chinese medical theory and boosting results with the GAPS protocol. We also find out how obsessing about diet after you've healed may actually harm you more than help you. And Stacy's guilty pleasure coming up next on the Nutrition Heretic Podcast. Meet Gina. Gina wanted to lose weight, so she spent two years fasting, detoxing, and dabbling with vegan diets while practicing a shit ton of yoga to lose 25 pounds, but it took so long that nobody noticed. Then, Gina started Frenching her food by eating fatty cheeses, butter, sausages, and red meat, and lost 15 more pounds in only two months. Everybody noticed this time. Frenching your food unlocks the riddle of weight loss that skinny French chicks use to slim down, look young, and live longer despite doing everything wrong. Be like Gina. Start Frenching your food today by visiting nutritionheretic.com forward slash Frenching. Fat is bad for you. I just pop a pill and I'm fine. Meat is murder. (laughs) It's time for bad food punishment. It's time for real nourishment. It's time for the nutrition heretic. The following program is provided as information only and may not be construed as medical or health advice. It is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease. No action or inaction should be taken solely on the basis of the information provided here. Please consult with a licensed healthcare professional or doctor on any matter relating to your health and well-being. Uh, and this is, I guess, what I was going towards before, which is it's that DIY mentality. So we've got uh, the, the very type A personality that wants to obsess about something, but they've made their choice as to what they're going to obsess about. So, you know, like, for example, the gluten intolerance. We had a, a guest on a few weeks ago uh, who's a, a clinical hypnotherapist. And he said that what he found is that a lot of people who claim to be gluten intolerant um, and really do manifest symptoms of gluten intolerance when he uh, uh, works with them. And basically he finds that they have a type A personality. And once they learn to relax around gluten, suddenly they can eat it and no side effects, mm-hmm. you know, because, because they've been, because they, the, the, the uh, realization that this thing even exists became their obsession and the thing that they could fixate on so that they they it, it just satisfied those centers of the brain that wanted something to obsess about wow that is so fascinating that's what that's why i love um oriental medicine and acupuncture and mm. herbs and combining it with the gaps diet because it is it's multi-leveled multi-layered our our meridians, our energy, our spirit, everything, our minds are so powerful. And simply just healing your gut 
it won't always solve the problem. It's, it's sometimes, um, oftentimes, you know, much deeper and affects many different levels of the individual. Right. And, and that's one of the reasons why I was so glad to get you on the show is because I wanted to talk to you about the, the fact that, um, Oriental medicine comes and, and you know, I've, I studied Chinese dietetics in New York, uh, years ago. And, you know, actually before I got my, my CN, uh, I studied Chinese dietetics. And the one thing that was the biggest takeaway for me was that no food is bad. Mm-hmm. In, in the West, we are so willing and particularly in America, it's, it's starting to happen in Europe, but not as bad as it is here. We, we will believe that any real food is bad, but hand us an alternative in a box and we're all over that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you just give me, oh, you, oh, you put it in a box and now it's got a label and ingredients. Oh, I need that. You know, you said it's natural. What? Right. Oh, it's gotta be good. Exactly. Look, it's gluten free. You know, so I'm like totally going after gluten intolerant people now. Uh, or at least it's actually not the gluten intolerant people. It's the people who say they're gluten intolerant, but they're never, not really. Um, so, which I think is everybody's kind of issue, right? Uh, so, but what I like about gaps is that it has a very similar message and I've attended, uh, several of Natasha's workshops. Haven't, haven't, haven't gotten the, 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 uh, certification. Cause honestly, I don't want to go back to the mainland ever. Uh, so, (laughs) (laughs) um, and, um, so, you know, I've, I've gone to several of her workshops and the, every time I go, it's just, she's saying something else that I've been telling people for 20 years. You know, she's saying some other manifestation, just a re- rec- uh, realization of something that's going on. And I'm like, yes. And I keep saying this to people and nobody's listening to me because I don't have the MD after my name. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, but you know, the, the one thing that I really love is she talks about the miracles of healing and, and you know, that for example, gluten intolerance is not necessarily a life sentence. Uh, you know, the fact that when you go on this diet, you heal the gut. You're, first of all, who the hell is going to want to eat Skittles all day after they've done this? And you, you know, you've done all the work. You're not thinking, oh, now I can go to the KFC <laughs> and, get, I know, right? and get, and get my 12 beat chicken, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with no, with no feet or whatever they, you know, they're always coming out with new atrocities at, you know, KFC. But anyway, it, so, uh, <laughs> but the, the, the idea is just that you're not going to want to do that, but, you know, you or your kid wants to go to a birthday party. Yeah, they can have a slice of cake. They probably yeah. won't, probably won't want to finish it. You know, it, you know, it might be more out of curiosity than anything, but they can have it and they're not going to completely revert. Exactly. We just were, you know, we just came off of the Labor Day weekend. My husband and I and my son, we all took a, um, had an adventure day and we went by Texas in Honokaw. So of course Ah. we had to make the obligatory stop and get that Portuguese donut. The malasadas are so amazing, you know, but we don't do that regularly. And so we, yeah, we, we said, sure, we can treat ourselves and have this. And we, couldn't even finish exactly. one of them. <laughs> I know. We, when we first moved here, we went to Texas maybe about six months after we had been here because everybody's like, oh, the manasadas, you gotta get them. So we go there and we buy like two of them. And me and my two daughters took 
I think about four days to finish them. <laughs> because we just like it was like after dinner, you know, just like yeah. a little a tiny little wedge was like was plenty. <laughs> I know they're huge. And and people don't yeah, when realize you're, when you're not used to eating that day after day, then you enjoy just little pieces and you feel satisfied. And I think that most people are just walking around thinking that they feel good, but they don't realize how bad they feel. They think that they're bad is just normal and that uh, that's just how everyone else feels. And then once they start to get on a diet and cleanse and heal, then they really know what feeling good feels like. And then you just can't go back. There's no way you're going to turn down cake and donuts and cookies and feel good about it because you don't even want it anymore. You don't have these little yeast and bacteria inside dictating what your cravings and desires are. And you can really make decisions that are pure and whole and true to yourself. And you really find that you don't need that stuff. Well, you think more clear-headed for sure. And exactly. uh, you know, part of that is because the GAPS diet does have a heavier protein and fat content than the average diet, whether it's a weight loss diet or, or what have you. And the amount of satiety that brings to the neurons you know, and the, and the, and, and the, uh, the amount of, um, endorphins that you're releasing when you're eating the right foods that like the other stuff, you, you see it and you kind of remember having a weakness for it, but it doesn't own you anymore. So I think it goes beyond just the the bacteria crying out for it because I, t- I totally get that because every time somebody tells me, well, I don't even drink alcohol. And then I see them drinking a gallon of juice. I'm like, yeah, take that. To- <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Sure. You know, what do you, what do you think that juice is doing in your gut right now? <laughs> you know, it's, it's turning to alcohol. Um, but you know, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Most people walk around in a haze. And they self-medicate all day. You know, they're chewing their gum. They're drinking 12 pots of coffee. They're, you know, they don't, they don't eat sugar, but they, they just buy a shit ton of energy drinks all day. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're, so they're going through the, the, the motions of a lot of this. Uh, but, uh, and, and they, they really have no clue what they're putting in their bodies. They really, they, they do not recognize at all what they're what they're putting in, into themselves and that they're doing it constantly they think that it's just like a once in a while thing and it's like and that's to them that means you know once every four hours that's once in a while right? so, uh, yeah i thought i thought i thought you know all the time meant like every hour not every four hours come on you know but but yeah i think a lot of people are medicating themselves um and and like you say you know they're just uh they're they have no clue how crappy they feel until they lift that veil exactly of 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 crud uh so yeah so you're so you're able to actually eat not only gluten but nasty gluten <laughs> like, like nasty sugar-filled donut yep. gluten non-organic <laughs> right exactly and and again this is this is this is something that so much comes out of the chinese school which is that things are reversible Right. You know, okay. I did. I had that, that one infraction or whatever. Let's just, we get back to normal after it. Exactly. It's all about balance. You cannot be in 
heavy in either direction. If you're, you know, doing all eating out everything out of a box, that's completely imbalanced and on one end. But if you're just eating everything fresh and organic and doing all the right things and being healthy all the time, then that becomes imbalanced as well. You need to have, you need to be closer to that end, but have a little bit of the other too. And just to maintain harmony and balance. That's what Chinese medicine is really all about at its core is, um, is balance. Right. Because see, to me, that's where like what you say about fresh and organic, those are my staples, right? However, and I've discussed this before on the show, I don't stress if I like I went down to I went in your direction on Sunday. Okay. <laughs> I went down <laughs> and I and I went to the the what's the uh, the brew the, pub? No, the burger place. Uh, ultimate Annie's? burger. Ulti- ultimate. And they got they got good burgers, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, too. and I was like, I want a burger, so I got a I got a fish burger. My girls each got something, and that's probably the only time we eat out, you know, for the week. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes we it is like a once a week thing where we go out and we just you know suck it up for one meal. Uh, that's okay because I think there is a certain, I learned this from my doctor, uh, ages ago that, uh, there is a certain time where the anxiety over trying to do the right thing all the time outweighs the benefits of doing the right thing all the time. Exactly. And in Chinese medicine, we have five elements. They're all attached to different um, organs or manifested mm-hmm. in different organs. And for um, four of them, the spleen, lung, liver, and kidneys, they all have um, foods that they need that feed them, that energetically give them life and chi. Um, but for the heart, it doesn't have a specific food. It, mm-hmm. The heart energy needs to have those moments where you're just indulging um, with something that makes your heart happy and your heart mm. smile. Mm. And so that, that's why I like having like, like I, like you did, you had an adventure. We went and had an adventure. Well, a part that we'll, we, we will remember and carry with us is that donut. We had a fun adventure day and we got to go share it with the donut. And <laughs> <laughs> that sounds and like a children's book. <laughs> Well, I have a two-year-old, so. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, just having those times, like not just not getting, being so rigid. It's important in your healing journey. But once you come along far enough to where you've healed, you haven't just eliminated grains right. and things. You're actually doing um, protocols to restore your gut lining and regenerate your health. Then, yeah, give yourself those times to indulge and make your heart happy, too. Right, right. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> what are the the maybe just one or two little tips you could give to someone who's going through whatever protocol, you know, gaps or, or if they've discovered something else that, that they feel is healing them. We're not talking about just the avoidance people, but the healing. What, what are some of the tips that when they're going on that, that two year journey? Cause we, we've established, I believe that it takes up to two years for, for most people, uh, to heal using the gaps protocol. What can you say to them that makes them not want to even cheat once or, you know, will, will like, will one cheat set them back and they have to start at zero or, or can they pick up again? Just, you know, I no. made a mistake or. Yeah, absolutely. They can pick up. And, um, what I've found with working with patients is that, 
um, they go on the diet, they're feeling amazing. And then they're feeling so good that they're like, Oh, I can have this. I'm going to just go ahead and have this. And they go out to dinner with their friends and they have French fries or a burger or what, what have you. And then they start, they, 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 because they were feeling so good. Now they actually really physically feel and notice exactly what that food is doing to them. And so it actually, um, I encourage people to cheat if they, if they want to, if they feel like they really are strongly desire something, then go for it and see how it feels to you. And then every time they're going to say, yep, I didn't feel good. I don't want to do that anymore. And then Mm. they have more strength going forward. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it takes that to, to really, give you the resolve to, to just see it through. And, and you know, it's like, no, I'm on the right path. I get it exactly. now, you know? And, yep. and so then you can kind of put all those curiosities to rest because you've done it. You know what it feels like? Not good. Uh, although I have to say, if you're going to cheat, go to Europe and cheat. Cause, cause <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the, the food Agreed. is, the food is way better and, you know, save up for a little European vacation, go over there and cheat is way better. And ch- chances are you won't feel as crappy either. Like people yeah. just, people don't feel crappy on, you know, like a, just go to a decent restaurant, a halfway decent restaurant in Europe and you feel amazing still. Uh, <laughs> so that's definitely. I agree. 100%. Yeah. I just told one of my, uh, one of my followers, she's, uh, she does the keto diet and I was like, look, I know you don't eat grains. I know you go, but you're going to go to Italy. You're going to, you're going to get me or not get me, but you're going to eat this for me. (laughs) And I tasked her with eating uh, a Genovese focaccia, uh, focaccia, which is lined with this lovely fresh cheese that has to be eaten within about three days of, of producing it. And it's, it's almost like a calzone, but it's like the best freaking thing. I, I, I had it once when I was 16 and I still remember it. Okay. 30, oh. <laughs> 30 years later, I still have not tracked down a good one. I haven't, haven't been back to that part of Italy where they make it. Cause yes, a place that still cooks regionally is usually a good place to eat. You know, that's, uh. that, I've, that's actually a pretty good way to figure out where are some of the better places to eat is like they don't have Starbucks lining the streets and just kind of that mass produced thing. Go to the places that still have their regional specialties where you can only get them at Christmas time or whatever time of year because that's what's growing, you know. So that's those are the places where it's worth cheating. Yeah. If you ever see me in Europe, I'm definitely going to be cheating. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll give you a list of things to eat because I was in Europe for many times. (laughs) And and just tell me what country. I'll give you like two or three things that you should definitely eat while you're there. Okay. Uh, So so when you blend Oriental medicine with GAPS, does does it improve the outcomes? Oh, absolutely. It absolutely does. Um, I see... I'm part of a, a group of GAPS practitioners um, on Facebook. We all, and on a forum, we all communicate with each other if we're, you know, having problems with with um, different cases. Mm. And I see a lot of 
people who are not progressing and they're having setbacks and they're just ask, reaching out for help. And I am not coming across that. I seem to not be experiencing that as um, much as some of them. And I will say that the homeopathics that are on this board um, have been experiencing the same as me. They're mm-hmm. using homeopathy in addition to the diet and they're really getting amazing results and things are moving quicker. Um, the die-off phase, the detox, stage all of that is a lot smoother Mm -hmm. um and yeah we're just able to to help ameliorate some of the um the troublesome symptoms that go along with the detoxing process um because yeah it's definitely definitely part of everyone's journey at least in my experience that you're going to get worse before you get better that's just part of it it's part of the healing cleansing process Um, but we definitely want to help make that manageable for you and not have you lying in bed not able to get up and go to work we want you to be able to still be able to function and Mm -hmm. live your life and so I find that um, doing these alternative therapies and more energy based medicines, acupuncture, and then herbs, homeopathy, um, definitely help to get people through that time a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in addition, they already were coming into it ill. So they already had some underlying deficiencies and problems that needed to be addressed or, you know, in order for them to really have long-term health freedom. So, um, yeah, we, we can address those and help um, alleviate some of your die off symptoms. Right. And, you know, that's, I would say to people, it's a little bit like, you know, it's a little bit like being a heroin addict, you know, and and they got to strap you down to the bed and you just spend, you know, 12 days vomiting because because your body's, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's not that drastic, hopefully, but your body is purging a bunch of crap that it doesn't need. And, and, and people really, because especially the people who don't drink, don't smoke, think that there's nothing that's, that's harmful or negative or unwanted in their body already. They have no clue what's lurking in there. But I gotta say, you know, if you've got joint problems, your teeth are falling out, uh, you're you know, gaining weight in weird places, uh, you know, not being able to shed, you've got all kinds Rashes. of... Yeah, exactly. I mean, every, like there's so many things that they're trying to get out, you know, things are trying to get out of, of your body. And, um, you know, it's just a, it's a matter of helping it get out with these types of protocols and clearly what you're doing uh with the acupuncture uh is is helping people to to move that through now yeah. um one of the things you mentioned on your website is that you had spent time in in Kenya uh when you this is i believe before gaps but as a as a a newly licensed acupuncturist uh, t- tell us a little bit about the revelations you had about how rapidly uh, and how different people responded to the therapy. Yeah, so I was um, in Africa for one month in Kenya and um, mostly working in remote villages and um, working on on local people with 
um, no TVs, no cell phones, just really getting going to their homes, um, immersing ourselves in um, the local culture, not really spending any time in the touristy areas. And um, what we found was really mind blowing. We would um, set up and just in the street some of the days and have people come get treatments. And with just one session, just um, having incredible, incredible healing results. And um, it was really, really powerful and mind blowing for me because that's not always or oftentimes not my experience um, working here with people. It takes multiple sessions, um, sometimes with one treatment. They don't even notice any changes. Um, It's just something that takes a lot longer. And so, yeah, it, it opened my eyes and made me think, okay, what, what, what's up? What is going on? And I, my, um, hypothesis is that um, these people were living off of the land. They were eating um, fish that they caught and things that they grew, and um, they were not con- constantly surrounded by um, electromagnetic frequencies, mm-hmm. and their bodies were just pure. And the um, the energy, the chi that lives that resides within us, was able to flow freely and move and be directed the way that we want to, we want it to with acupuncture versus people here um, that are constantly on our cell phones and our um, computers and eating poor diets. Our um, energies just become blocked and heavy and stuck. And we get big areas where it's just not even going to pass they won't we can't pass the energy through because there's so many accumulations and mm-hmm. um so it's just yeah we, I found that the people there responded so quickly and um we're just really healthier on, on an energetic level and so the acupuncture was able to um affect them really dramatically Right, right. So what are some of the, well, I was, actually, before I say this, the, the other thing is they don't have soccer moms there. Okay. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going out on a limb here that they, they don't have the kind of hectic schedules that a lot of us are, are trying to keep up with. Uh, no, and and that, that definitely is going to have an effect. So, you know, that, that's, if, if anything, that's also part of, uh, you know, this, this concept of just relaxing and, and taking on less, which, I am the, the poster child for taking on too much. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but, um, you know, yeah, we definitely need to consider many factors, just like you, you said. One thing that I remember, uh, years ago, Sally Fallon, who was also on the show before, uh, she had said that, uh, she had talked to a lot of, uh, chiropractors and like these old time guys who were practicing, you know, in the sixties and earlier. And they were saying that, in more recent years, moving from about the 80s, that they were finding that stuff that they could have fixed in one session it would now people were just they were stringing along for years yeah. because the the between the the you know being in our cars all the time and eating crappy food that doesn't feed the connections the 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 cartilage and tendons and and bone <laughs> just it was it, it's kind of a never-ending battle to keep these people aligned. 
Mm-hmm. I'm funny. I was just actually speaking with a chiropractor here that said the exact same thing. He's been mm-hmm. practicing for years and same experience. He's not, he's not getting the same results anymore. Yeah. yeah. And that's just in a few decades. That is fast. That is alarming. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and one thing to t- keep in mind too, is that uh, a lot of people, they think, for example, Africa, they should just take all of our GMO products. Their people are starving and whatever. And they don't seem to understand that places that are impoverished, they want, first of all, they want to hold on to their food traditions. And then they also want to hold on to their indigenous crops. But a lot, a lot of the stuff that we're introducing is going to impact them much worse. I, I, it seems to, this seems to be, uh, um, even Weston Price's work seems to point to Native peoples having a much more uh, rapidly negative reaction to the stuff that we're throwing into the food supply now. Does that, you, you see where I'm, what I'm trying to say, which is that I guess some of us who've grew up in this country and maybe come along with this stuff over decades, the impact isn't as obvious, but then you take the same garbage and you bring it to you know, the Andes or, or where, wherever. And in one generation, you're seeing just like a complete decline, like almost like decimating the population. Yeah, that makes total sense. Their bodies have not, we've slowly become kind of accustomed to these foods over time. Yeah. And now, but places that have no exposure, suddenly you're coming in and you're completely disrupting all of their cellular pathways they can't function they can't do anything their bodies just start to shut down right they're like what is this what is this trash yeah absolutely food absolutely and and uh and anybody who's moved here from like my parents moved here from jamaica uh you know we have indian friends chinese you know people who've moved here from other parts of the world where the food was more natural, you know, it was probably more like our food supply was a hundred years ago here. Uh, they come here and the, you know, they, they're like, yeah, the obesity starts, started as soon as I got here and the joint problems. I mean, I've, I've met so many people who had, you know, the 95 year old grandmother who lived in the hills of, of Italy, you know, didn't have a TV washed her clothes by hand, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And they move here. And within a year, actually, it's always after they see the doctor. You know, they, <laughs> they, they go to a doctor because because like the grandkids are like, Grandma, you know, no, no, you got to go to the doctor because you're 95 years old. She goes to the doctor and suddenly she's hospitalized. Mm-hmm. You know, she, they, they give her a medicine and now she's hospitalized. Um, this, this happens continuously. Like these, you know, this old Russian lady who's, you know, never seen a doctor in her life comes to the u.s and is now on 12 drugs and incapacitated that's heartbreaking i know people have way too much trust in their doctors and they don't question them they don't ask questions and they don't wonder why are they giving me this and is this the right thing and do their own due diligence and seek out second opinions. And then they just wind up on medication and then another medication for mm-hmm. the side effects of that medication. And it's, yeah, they just spiral. Exactly. It's, it, it is heartbreaking. Uh, um, I think I told this on the, on the show before, which is uh, I had a neighbor who was 
several hundred pounds. Uh, she was, she was about 400 pounds. And that was after, that was about 15 years after weight reduction surgery. Um, she was, uh, the head of nursing at a, uh, assisted living facility. She was always getting upset because this 90 something year old Russian woman's son kept coming in with all of these mysterious jars of things in, in a cooler and locking the door and not letting the doctors in. Uh, and so she was really, <laughs> she was really upset, you know, that nobody was allowed to go in there that, you know, that he would do, he would sneak in there with this thing, but the woman was getting better than when he wasn't doing that. And I was like, yeah, is one of those jars like red? And because it was, beet, it was beet kvass he was giving her. Uh, uh, <laughs> and so, but he was sneaking in these mason jars and feeding her this stuff and she was getting better. Like even by their standards, you know, not, not just get, not just walking, you know, getting up and walking around, but her actual blood results were coming back better. And they were, and and they were so PO'd that she was, that, you know, he was doing something behind closed doors. (laughs) And it's like, give me a break. Like people aren't even allowed to have real food in the so-called rehab center or, you know, assisted living. Wow. So yeah, there's, there's just so much that we can learn, uh, from, from these other generations about, preserving our gut health and sticking to our native traditions, which unfortunately is what uh, these corporations are aiming to do. They're aiming to rip us from our culture and our traditions. I know. It's devastating. It is. It is. But hopefully we can turn this around before it's too late. Yeah, I think we can. And I'm so excited about all you're um, doing with Korean natural farming and bringing that to the world. I think oh, yeah. this regenerative agriculture is really huge and will do so much for um, all, all of the population and for the world. We're all just, it's all related. As we heal the environment, we yes. heal our bodies. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I think it was Natasha who uh, has famously said that it, that, you know, once upon a time, actually, I know it was Natasha who said this, excuse me, before the modern era, that all every bite of food that humans took in had probiotics in it. Yeah. And now, it, you know, yeah, organic, it's nice, you know, <laughs> but, 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 but it doesn't address the soil health on the same level in many cases. Uh, no. I think, I think when a lot of people think of organic, they think it's just, oh, this is just what, what people used to do. And it's like, well, not necessarily. I mean, th- there's definitely components that I'm sure we, we did that were picked up from previous generations, but it doesn't go into replenishing our topsoil. And again, the microbiome, the probiotics that naturally live in the soil, it, it doesn't, it really takes a um sort of like when people try to take take an herb in a medicated fashion in other mm-hmm. words you know they're they're not using the herb to support systems they're using herbs to to thwart s- symptoms yeah it's kind of to me it's like going on the gluten free casein free diet you're eliminating the poisons in right. the soil but what are you doing to heal it right exactly so i i just love and thank you for for the compliment by the way but i i do love this system because it shows us how to make use of those my those microorganisms in the soil to rebuild and get us back to uh uh, uh creating topsoil not just stripping it 
And, and I mean, there's just so much. And if we can, if we can, you know, continue to do that in our food supply, the earth wants to heal itself. You know, we know that we know that the earth wants to heal itself. It has the capacity. We just have to help it along and, and help create these zones that will then uh, outnumber the, the dead zones that we've created, which is a big task. But, you know, the, the more of us doing it, the, the more likely we can achieve something in certain corners of the world, if nothing else. Exactly. And it's the same thing with our bodies. And the more people we have making the right choices, the right choices for your body are going to be the right choices for the environment. And the more and more people we have making the right choices, the faster our bodies and the world will heal and we'll see just fast gains. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, you know, I did put out on social media, I asked people for, for questions. I didn't get a question as much as I got, uh, do this and it takes care of everything. Uh, <laughs> Victoria Baklova, uh, said, I just realized her name is Baklova. I mean, she spells it different, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, she says, you can make sure uh, this is because uh, I, the, the question was, uh, about autism, you know, can it be reversed? Find out on this episode, right? So she says, you can make sure you eat manganese and high sulfate foods. People think that these are minerals, but they are actually metal and the end are transmission lines that pass on information and tell your body what to do. They are minerals that can transmit the same way metal does. That's a better explanation. What do you think of the high sulfate manganese foods? Is this something that you've run across as part of therapy or any of the, the foods that are recommended on the GAPS diet, particularly slant towards being high sulfate or manganese? Um, so no, I'm not familiar with the high sulfate, high manganese in particular. Definitely um, important to get enough minerals Absolutely. in the diet. And um, there's um, you know, Drake with the Korean natural farming, yes. um, he said something one time that I found so fascinating um, that he his theory is that minerals are actually just dormant microbes that are just mm. waiting to come to life and um, need salt water or whatever to be active, become activated. And I'm so fascinated by that. And I um I'm starting, I'm trying to, you know, study more and learn more about that. Um, but I definitely believe that, yeah, minerals are a very important part um, of the healing process. Yeah, you know, I think that the more, the longer I live and the more I I work with this and study it and read and whatever, the more I, re I, I am becoming of the mind that minerals are more the basis of life than vitamins. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm not saying that vitamins aren't important. I'm just saying that the minerals, because technically, at least the way I, I learned it in, in school, was that minerals do not die. They shift. They're, they're shapeshifters, if anything, you know, they, they're, they're constantly combining and, and latching on and making these synapses happen. As far as the high manganese, I think there is a healthy level of manganese, but it is a trace mineral. So we don't, you know, it, basically what I'm, where I'm going with this is that high manganese has been connected to things like mad cow disease and, you know, for what it's worth, 
uh, I, in a way, you might consider autism a form of scrapey or mad cow. Uh, be, you know, because it's a, it's very, uh, uh these kids de- definitely tend to have a, a heavy metal overload. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also, um, you know, and it is entirely possible that they're getting a lot of these, you know, high manganese doses that's been shown in cases of mad cow and scrapey and all the other versions. So it would kind of make sense that we're looking at all of these things converge at one time where numerous species are manifesting this, this type of brain spinal cord disorder. So take, take that for what it's worth. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's fascinating. But, um, I, I'm, I, I actually wonder in the opposite if we're getting too much manganese relative to other nutrients. Uh, but, um, you know, I don't know what, what Victoria Baklova knows. I don't know how she knows this and, and what makes her the authority. She never divulged anything. She just kind of blurted it out and there it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, um, in any case, uh, d- before, uh, I let you go, I just wanted, uh, to let people know that you have, you offer classes in gaps. You see, uh, people in person, but also by Skype. Yes. Uh, do you have any, do you, uh, like, just walk us very briefly through a little bit of what they could expect if they were to, you know, work with you? What, what, what do you do that the, that the book can't? Okay. So, um, we, I prescribe herbs and, um, like I said, to help you get through the, um, the die off process to help regenerate, um, any deficiencies. So, um, Whereas the book is very um, general, um, I don't find that it's perfect for that everyone should do it all the same. So um, say you come to me with diarrhea and rheumatoid arthritis. Well, I think that you should do the diet completely differently from someone that's constipated and has osteoarthritis. Um, You guys aren't going to have the same results um, achieving or going through the diet the same way. And in fact, if you're constipated and you go on intro, you can um, actually have detrimental effects because you're not moving your bowels properly. And basically, I'm um, a guide to help you know which direction you should be going with the diet. And then most importantly, what I've found that my main role is, is that I am your your coach and your motivator. Um, because getting through Getting through the diet, um, especially in the beginning, um, when you're going through die-off and you're cleansing and you're detoxing, you're going to feel bad. That's just the way that it goes. But um, I'm here to constantly um, support you and guide you and most of all, encourage you to stick with it and um, to give you comfort um, when you're scared and you're thinking, is this right? Am I doing this wrong? And should this be happening? Um, to be able to just encourage you to stick with it and help you know um, that you are doing the right things. And um, again, to um, get you through the tough times. Okay, great, great. Well, thank you so much. And uh, you can reach our guest heretic, Stacey Shepard, at uh, her website, acupuncturekona.com. And Kona is spelled K-O-N-A, just like it sounds. And you offer a free consultation. Is that correct? 
Um, yep. I will do an email consultation. Awesome. Um, yeah, basically to decide if we would be a good fit for right. each other. Right. And you also have some workshops that are, uh, that you do. Do you have any, anything coming up? I don't have anything coming up right now. I'm actually working, uh, moving towards doing webinars and more virtual, virtual workshops. Okay, great. You're, I thought you said vulture for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> Where'd that come from? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Stacey Shepard, thank you so much for being our guest this week and, uh, good luck to you and, uh, and, all the people that you're healing. It's fantastic to talk with you. And hopefully we can have you on the show again uh, when you get your virtual arm up. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It was really nice talking with you. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. The Nutrition Heretic Podcast is a production of Savor the Journey, LLC. Our audio editor is Nikola Popovich. Our podcast manager is Crystal McLean, and our operations manager is Linda Hansen. I'm your host, Adrian Hugh, the Nutrition Heretic. You can find us at nutritionheretic.com, where you can download the Nutrition Heretic's free shit list of seven health foods to avoid like the plague. You can also listen to previous episodes at nutritionheretic.com slash podcast. Be sure to like us on social media for updates. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash nutritionheretic and on Twitter at NutriHeretic. Contact us with show ideas, questions, or if you just want to be a guest. And don't forget to rate our podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks! Thanks!